This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan. I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer and editor. This is Drink. 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 A grammar show with just a, a nice little habit. Nice Drinking little... habit. Drinking habit. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about punctuation in all forms. Mm-hmm. And maybe an... Am- sarcastic and real. Sarcastic and real. Yeah. And genuine... Emotional punctuation marks. Yeah. We're going to talk about how to express your emotions through punctuation. Oh, my God. And... That was, like, really deep. Thank you. We have, there you go with your thank yous again. All right. Thank you. Some listener emails. Mm. You can find us at drunkwordnerds at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at drunkwordnerds. So first, this is just a little update for all of you who have been waiting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We answered a question from Anna previously. Oh my gosh. She wanted to know. I have barely been able to sleep. She, do you want to re- remind us what her question was? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, no, all I know is the thing that I was unanswered, which is what her job is. Yes. But she asked us if she should use lie or lay when she says, lie down on the table. I have to say it every day. At work. <laughs> At work. Yeah. And we were like, what do you do? So we threw out a lot of guesses. She said, we did not even get it. Oh. She said, thank you for answering my question. I apologize for being vague. My job is not nearly as interesting as a masseuse, gynecologist, or murderer. <laughs> I am just an x-ray tech taking pictures of people's bones all day. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I not wouldn't say as interesting as a boners. Okay. Oh, God. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> um, Do you think that's what you meant to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she probably could transition into a murderer one day, though. Yeah. Like based on all of her Or expertise. a boner photographer. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't be so hard on yourself, Anna. You're not just an x-ray tech. That's fascinating. Yeah. You're a boner photographer. <laughs> You're a pornographer. <laughs> Change your business card. <laughs> Anna. X-ray tech slash pornographer. <laughs> so... Thanks, Anna. Appreciate the update. That was really kind of you. Could be clinical boners. Like that's gonna be p- pornography. <sighs> it could be for science research related things. Okay. Just saying. Have you ever been in a study <laughs> where Anna had to p- photograph you? Yeah, and I laid down on the table. <laughs> Or is it lying on the table? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why do we even talk about these things? It's lying. <sighs> okay. And now for some fresh questions. Christina emailed us a link that she thought we would enjoy. And boy, was she right. Okay. And um, I think we might have got an email from Christina before because her email sign-off is Stay Gold. And I feel like I remember talking about this on this show and saying that that was a really good one. So I like that one. Good job, Christina. Props to you. She emailed us a link to an NPR story. After years of restraint, a linguist says yes to the exclamation point. Oh, ma'am. And there was a yes after that exclamation point in that headline. 
I've used, I figured based on your, the way you read it. Oh, thank you. Um, I have used more exclamation points in the last like year of my life than I ever have. Combined? Like probably combined, yeah. Wow. Is there exciting things happening to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I started a new job like a year ago mm-hmm. and I feel like it's how I tell people that I'm not an asshole who don't know me. Oh, you use it in your professional communications. <sighs> yes. I don't use it personally, as you know, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. I could tell you I got a new job and you would be like, great. <laughs> but that's probably not how you would read it because you know me. I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I am happy for you. <laughs> this is wonderful news. <laughs> so, <laughs> exclamation. That's how she talks when she's not in the podcast <laughs> yeah. in real life. <laughs> like, an, like a mean robot. <laughs> when I'm sober, that's how I talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, she drinks all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I can nor- be normal in social situations. So I can normal. <laughs> so I can... <laughs> uh, we're really ever going to talk about grammar we're tonight. We're really teaching people. That is grammar. <laughs> you just made up a verb, right? So I can normal. <laughs> okay. Speaking of normal, not, no, not speaking of normal. Back to exclamation points. We have dozen-ish punctuation marks to clarify our meaning, but only one for now until we get to our next topic that conveys our feelings about mm-hmm. what we're saying. And this is the exclamation point, but it gets no love. It's looked down upon. Apple Computer forbids its distributors to use it in their ads. The British oh God, I should work for Apple. The British school curriculum penalizes students for using it. Should live in Britain. There is a blog called Excessive Exclamation to Exclamation Points dedicated to documenting its misuse. Nice. So this horrible I don't know, perception of the exclamation point began by the late 19th century when it became a staple of lurid novels, hmm. the kind that Anna would take pictures for. <laughs> and this, I feel really bad for her now. I did, I'm sorry. You're not a pornographer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the sensational yellow press, whose printers called it a screamer, a shriek, or a bang, mm. which I really like because it takes too long to say exclamation point. Yeah. So I'm going to just call it shriek. The shriek. Yeah. Is it the shriek mark or just the just shriek? shriek. Uh, so I'll be like, this blog is called Excessive Exclamation Two Shrieks. Okay. Okay. So that's how it got his bad rap. All right. F. Scott Fitzgerald said it was like laughing at your own joke. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. It was the I olden day the LOL in a text. <laughs> I hate the LOL. Lol. Okay. So... Most people um, just, but don't pay attention and don't care what editors and grammarians say. I'm totally going to look up that F. Scott Fitzgerald quote, and I'm going to put it at the bottom of my email. In your signature? Yeah. <laughs> so people still use, this, that never stopped people from using exclamation points, despite all this, it freely in letters and diaries, and nobody found this alarming, nobody cared until shrieks started to show up <laughs> in emails and texts. Mm. Critics discerned a plague, and co- apparently, copy editors call this bangeria. 
<laughs> so like you're banging on the keyboard multiple times. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the impression is understandable. And this comes to your point because exclamation points have become so obligatory in email that it can sound brusque to merely write, see you then. Yeah. You have to be like, see you then. Yeah. And thanks for sending. <laughs> people scatter them with abandon. Hi. Hi. I hope you had a great weekend. They're scattered with abandon to convey friendliness, surprise, or indignation. No way. Like, mm. yeah. Um, others use them for pure emphasis. They write their messages in all caps and then hold the exclamation point key down to string them out like a row of air horns. <laughs> they go on to talk about an episode of Seinfeld when Elaine broke up with her boyfriend because he took down a phone yes. message. Oh my God, that was a funny one. That her friend they all were. Myra had a baby and he did not use an exclamation point at the end of the note. <laughs> yeah. And she finds this curious and he says, she says like, if one of your friends had a baby and I left you a message, I would use an exclamation point. And he says, maybe I don't use my exclamation points as haphazardly as you do. Then they go back and forth like what warrants an exclamation point. And he, um, she starts yelling at him and says, you should learn to use them like the way I'm talking right now. I would put exclamation points at the end of all these sentences on this one and on that one. And then he says, you can put one on this one. I'm leaving. And they break up mm. over a shriek. <laughs> or a I lack. Think it, I think it's warranted. But um, isn't that funny? Because he had to take a phone message back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Because her friend or her friend's partner would have just texted like, Myra had the baby with 97 exclamation points. And photos probably. And the message company. would have been conveyed appropriately. And they yeah. probably would still be together. Her and this guy. But you know what? It would only be a matter of time before before she would realize. Maybe he would text her something. Mm. Did you get so-and-so's message, Mara had her baby? Period. Period. Question mark. Did you get the message? Yeah, question mark. <laughs> and in anyway. fact, I, I would agree with doing a period there because it's like too too much too much punctuation in such a small text. So like, you know, so now you have to divvy it up. Well, I just think if you have a question mark and an exclamation point in such a small text, it's like, what if you oh have two God. questions? Well, that's also a send them separately. Yeah. Send them se like or wait for an answer. And then I don't like to put two questions next to each other. All right. <laughs> uh, exclamation points have always been seen as expressions of girlish gushiness. And as it happens, women do use them more than men in online communication, chiefly to signal friendliness, mm -hmm. which makes me think of when we talked a while ago about how women apologize yeah. more than men. And we were, and people say like, oh, women should stop apologizing. And then it was like, actually, maybe men should start apologizing. Yeah. They have a long list. <laughs> Sorry. Get started. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Accepted. Exclamation point. <laughs> Maybe women shouldn't stop using exclamation points. Maybe men should start using them. Show, yeah. show me that you're friendly, motherfucker. I use all of Linda's in my emails. <laughs> so I'm good. Yeah. Everybody gets an allotted amount. Yeah. <laughs> you can loan them. I use mine and Linda's. So I use okay. them Okay. My husband, Anthony, uses both exclamation points and emojis in his mm. text to me. Really? Just to you, right? Yeah. And I'm like, 
you seem like a different person yeah. via text than you do in real life. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants you to like him. <laughs> in real life, he seems more like the way you write. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's like a very big exclamation guy. No, I know. Sometimes like I'll be like, I, you know, I I, I paid the whatever bill. Like I'll text him and he'll be like, Thanks. Like with an exclamation point. Like, weird. <laughs> well, because otherwise it's like, thanks. I think he was saying he's texting you that he that paid the seems... water bill with an exclamation. Like, I paid a bill. <laughs> no, no. Thanks. Yeah. That's what Linda would say. Yeah. Thanks. THX. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, why do I care? Please stop updating me. <laughs> She's hard. Also, get on an automa- automatic payment situation. I mean, Anthony. that's your own problems. I know. I accidentally sent you <laughs> 10 pizza emojis today. Me? Yeah. When one of my texts to you. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Because I kept hitting it and I didn't think it was showing up. <laughs> but it was. And then and I was walking and texting. Old millennial problems. And I was like, I can't take the time to delete these. I'm just going to send 10 pizza emojis in the middle of my <laughs> sentence. It didn't even like phase me. No, you're like typical. <laughs> oh, man. So basically, this... Wait, so someone... So did someone actually like turn a corner? Yeah, in this story. Um, I just keep interrupting so we don't get to it. Yeah, but here's <laughs> the kicker: I uh, <laughs> don't have the first page of this article that has the. Oh, great! Because uh, I actually printed it, so I will get the author's name for you guys. Don't worry, because I still have the link from Christina. Um, but the author does come around. He or she says. They dropped the reservations a while ago. Okay, hold on, I got it. Jeff Nunberg. Okay. Spelled G off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> dropped my reservations a while ago. Now I use the marks as abundantly as I did when I was 12. Like in professional writing? I don't know. I email him, I guess so. All right. He's just saying that it's not like... Um, He doesn't think it's so like disgusting. It's totally fine and... It, you should express your emotions however you want. And people, it's like you're either going to do that or you're going to insert a GIF or you're going to do excessive, <coughs> like like the power periods, like best podcast oh, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like just, you know. Is that what? called power periods? Or did you make that up? I didn't know that. <laughs> I yeah. wish. That's what Jeff Number called them. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> should we call this episode power periods? Power period. Shriek! <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, so speaking of expressive punctuation, uh, New York Magazine's The Science of Us blog uh, posted a story titled The Internet Tilde Perfectly Conveys Something We Don't Have the Words to Explain. So the tilde, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, is that squiggly little line. Yes. And it was like the trademark of your AIM away message. Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. That and comes like up in this article. 1997. You should write for New York Magazine, maybe. I do. I wrote uh-huh. that article. <laughs> oh, okay. But really, it's by Jess Kimball Leslie, so. That's my um, pen name. Okay. I couldn't think of the word. I was going to say surname. <laughs> I'm Morgan Jess Kimball Leslie. <laughs> tilda, oh, tilda. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. They, 
they were in uh, a lot of AIM profiles. Um, but really, the tilde is 3,000 years old. Damn. Um, she looks good for her age. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're unraveling. Um, tipi- or Historically, it's used to convey approximation. Like, if you want to say, like, about 3,000 years, yes. you would do the squiggly line and then 3,000. Squiggly line, squiggly line, because it was the only thing from 3,000 years ago. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? What, <laughs> what would you say? It's 3,000 years old? So 3,000 years ago, if they wanted to approximate, would they just approximate? Like, is that all? I feel like that's all they had 3,000 years ago. It's like squiggly no. line. No, not <laughs> just 3,000 years ago. Like today, I could use it that way. I know you can, but I'm thinking 3,000 years back. I'm just curious how if it was my used God. the same way. Oh All right, stop know. talking. No, sorry. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. It was like geocities.com backslash tilde. Yeah, they used to be in your um, Dogs web are addresses. Cool. Dogs <laughs> are cool. Tilda. Oh my God, we're losing all of our listeners. Okay. All right. It's also used in like Spanish and Portuguese, like over ends and stuff to make the enye. Mm hmm. Um, Jalapeno. Pinata. Okay. <laughs> we only needed one example. <laughs> uh, anyway, it can also express so much more strangeness. Um, Emotional distance, physical distance, but perhaps most importantly, sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, someone, uh, a, an English printer back in the 1580s. Um, it, so we weren't, you know, people have been trying to make uh, punctuation marks for sarcasm for a long time. Okay. Back in the 1580s. Um, an English printer tried to make the backwards um, question mark happen. <laughs> For for sarcasm. I'd like to see that campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's like on a broadside, I got this idea. Stop trying to make backward question marks happen, Francis. They're never gonna happen. His name was Henry. Oh, same thing. Uh, um. Anyway, but then people just having kept having to like explain them, so it yeah. wasn't working. Um, Probably editors correcting that all the time. Like, yeah. So the tilde looks like what it means, like it's shrugging or swaying. Um, so, um, and that look means a lot, like the way something looks, it's not really always up for interpretation. Like people generally, a lot of times the way something looks, they think. They think the same thing. So, for so example, people judge a book by its cover. Yes, or a <laughs> punctuation mark. Um, so, a linguist um, named Lauren uh, Gawney, I think that's how you say it. Uh, she referenced a 1929 study done by German American psychologist Wolfgang Kohler on what he titled the Bobka Kiki effect. Mm. Um, in this study, both American college students and Indian speakers were shown two different shapes. One was curvy and one was jagged. The participants were then asked which of these shapes was named B-O-U-B-A. Bulba. Bulba. And which was named Kiki. K-I-K-I. Mm. And both groups um, like were in the high 90s saying that... Um, that the squiggly one was a boba. 
Yes. Duh. Because oh it's God. not a kiki. Exactly. was like, kiki, kiki, kiki. Brian just did a zigzag motion when he did that sound. <laughs> so names of objects are not arbitrary, which means by extension that our reasons for repurposing punctuation marks might, might not be so arbitrary either. Um, Twitter users, the most frequent deployers of the tilde, are not the first group to give it a second lingual purpose back in the 1990s. Okay. Calm down. We absolutely littered AOL, Prodigy, and CompuServe with Tilda Flair. Oh, yeah. How is it used for sarcasm? Um, yeah, so... So you it would be like, how is it used for... And then on either side of the word, you would have a tilde, and it would, you would read it in your head like, sarcasm. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. see that often. Hmm. Well, I would just tilde like the beginning of my... No, we're, that's present my day. My college paper and then the end of my college paper. That's a, <laughs> that one that you did. Adorable. The one I did with that's all the sarcasm. That's how people do it. In the 1990s, it wasn't used for sarcasm. It was used no. for flair. Yeah, I mean, now. I, don't, so I didn't now actually know that. So now it's used I'm, for sarcasm, yeah. So you probably get like... exclusively in sarcasm. You probably get like trolled all the time. You don't even know it. They're like, oh, <laughs> they really like my music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh my God. um, so anyway, uh, they, th she makes the point that, um, it's used a lot as, um, snarky responses to brand sincerity. So like Pepsi or something, like if Pepsi's doing like a chat, like they'll put like tilde around like Pepsi chat today or whatever, because, or just Pepsi chat or something. Because like they're just making fun of like them have like trying to be cool. I, don't I know. really don't. I don't see know if a chat is cool, but do you think they put around <laughs> Tilda Swinton's name? Always. Yeah. Do you think Tilda Swinton would be a good Halloween costume? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You should do that. That would be really good. Like a sarcastic. Like a sarcastic Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Oh Thank my you. God, that is good. <laughs> um, our sarcastic Tilda Swinton. Um, so it makes the tilde a powerful weapon on today's internet uh, as a way of registering your disdain while flying under the radar. Because they can't like pick it up on any of their like brands spend oh, a lot. Brian can't pick it up. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if you want to make fun of this podcast, yeah. just at Brian and be like, great podcast. <laughs> and Morgan was doing the tilde sway with her arms. Really liked it. <laughs> Insightful. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. Like, Backward question mark. <laughs> Shriek. Okay, so this one Morgan is going to empathize with. Okay. Um, the website five thirty eight. Um posted a listener question and Morgan thank you because you also did not include the first page of this one either <laughs> Nope. <laughs> All right. because it was like mostly a header picture and then like a okay. sentence Morgan printed it and then burnt it um <laughs> yeah I was really, no, I was really, do you want me to, I remember what it said. No, it's all right. Okay. Uh, well, it's titled, People Who Email Me Keep Assuming I'm a Man, How Do I Tell Them I'm Not? Mm. So the only reason I clicked on this, um, I saw it on Twitter, is because they use a picture of Murphy Brown, 
like a drawing, an illustration of Murphy Brown. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is probably super interesting. Relevant to me. <laughs> Relevant to me. And then they like never really address why they use that so picture. Name's Murphy. Bruh. Is Murphy a boy's name? Yes. Oh. I didn't know that. I always just think of Candace Bergen when I think yeah, I don't of know any Murphys. That seems like a last name. Yeah. I know I know a bunch of last name Murphys. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so this right. woman writes in says, Murphy is a boy's name. Okay. Says that um, you know, she is she has a name like Francis, or maybe that is her name. F- her name is, uh, yeah, in this thing it's Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S. Yeah. And um, she, basically everyone always responds like she's a man. <laughs> and she can't use um, even like Miss or Mr. because she's doctor. Yes. So that doesn't even clear it up. Um, and so she, her Middle name is also androgynous, so like mm, she goes, Francis. "Thanks, mom and dad," or whatever. Poor Francis. So, do you think she was stoked when the the Pat years in Saturday Night Live? Yeah, probably. Like, Finally, yes, yeah, I want to understand. Um, so they put out on Twitter like how people, or like a poll or something of how people would like how she should handle it or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's just like really no good answers. Um, because she's exhausted them all and explains that they don't work. And um, I have a great answer. Okay. Go. My aunt's name is Frances. Okay. And she goes by Sis. Oh. So she has to change her name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. S-I-S. And when I was little, I thought that was because it was my dad's sister. <laughs> I thought that until just now. I thought Aunt Sis was just because your dad's sister. I don't know. It was like out outside of Pittsburgh. We're like, Ooh, hey, sis. You're second. We'll call you Sis. Wait, you thought that Sorry, her- that's me doing your grandparents. <laughs> you thought that my grandparents just named her Sis because she was the second child and she was a yeah. sister. I was in there from like Kentucky. Like, yeah. And the boy like would have Bob Dylan. The boy would have been named Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bro. bro. Brother. <laughs> All right, well, then I guess we solved uh, Francis's problem. Yeah, no, I did. Change your name. Yeah. Um, well, Come up with could, a nickname in your 40s or whatever. Write, like Frankie. She could write, she <laughs> no, could. But that would be bad. She could say Franny. I yeah. do, I do, I do sympathize for her. I think that people should not be stupid and realize that these <laughs> names are spelled differently. That's what I that. think. So it's everyone else's problem, not hers. Um, but I do feel bad because it's fucked up and. She said, like in her email, that it like it becomes a problem for her when people think that they're expecting a man, and then they hear a woman's voice, or they meet a woman, and then like opportunities that she were open to yeah. her, like Tinder taken away from her, <laughs> like Tinder opportunities, like professional, uh, like professional opportunities are given to her because people think she's a man, and they're taken away because they find out she's a woman. Yeah, it's so up. actually there should be like some sort of like other penalty. Yeah, other situation here. But she just wants people to know who she is. So um, a lot of people just empathize with her because it's like they there's like really no way around it. Like 
It yeah. seems weird to put a picture of yourself. Yeah. Uh, Very like, modern, though, as we've talked discussed before, getting rid of gender in writing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nowadays, yeah. these kids and their names, how are you supposed to know who anybody is? Yeah. Yeah. Like audio. Who would that be? Audio? <laughs> hmm. It's a boy. Yeah, it does sound like a boy. <laughs> um, and what was the other thing? She Wait, is there someone named audio? I think I once read that in like a class list. Or like I bet a radio. It's, I bet it's I o audio. I bet it's O D D I O. <laughs> no, no. I think there's. I think it reminds me of, of Odie from. I have his kid books. Like some weirdo wrote it, but it's a really good book. And in the back, it's like to my son, audio. It sounds like that. <laughs> oh, maybe you told me this. Maybe then. I don't. I don't think so. But it's like uh. this is my this is my daughter Betamax. That's <laughs> <laughs> a real old person joke. I know. I have a. Um, Linda didn't know I'm talking about. She just laughed. <laughs> She's nice like that. VHS, that'd be better. What? Oh, VHS would be better, but that's not a good name. Mm. I don't know. That's all I came up with. Do you remember Betamaxes? Do I have to explain it? Yeah, explain it. Really? Okay. For our, our millennial listeners, um, Betamax was the other format of videotape when we had VCRs. So way back in the day, there was VHS the, machines. Oh, VHS, yeah. And then there was Betamax. So and it's Betamax, like the Blu-ray? Kind of. A Betamax was far superior in quality. Then mm. how come it, was, it didn't beat VHS? For the same reason, good good technology question, that the best technology doesn't always become the mass market popular thing. Because it's second? No, because it was out first and it was better. Marketing, I think it was, baby. And it was really expensive. So it kind of in the way like Apple were better computers when they weren't popular, you know? And P everyone bought PCs. This is why you need kind of. a flashy ad and PR campaign. That's right. Hire Morgan's PR company. Yep. This is the whole you're thing which then add. Nothing until somebody says you're something. Yeah. If you don't hire Morgan, you just Betamax. But thanks for laughing heartily, Linda, <laughs> at everything I say. Um, maybe Frances should hire your PR company and you could yeah. help her with her name situation. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna go rename yourself. There's a you need a new brand, Fran. There's someone at my work whose name about is Tilda. No mistakes there. Everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, maybe she should put Tilda's yes, around her. Yeah. Around that's Francis. Perfect. Wait, that's I'm it. Francis. <laughs> yeah. That is it. Yeah, because a man wouldn't do that. Yeah. All right. Done. Um, I work with a man named Kelly. Um, not very close. Are you sure? That I work with him? That and that it's a man. Um Yes. Okay. Sorry. I am sure. Like I mean, I've met him before. Something? Okay. Anyway, I once had to write something for him and, or like about him or something that I was sending to him. And like someone had to be like, thank God someone looked at it first. And they were like, oh, do you not know that that's a man? I've got caught uh, up in that. And he's like a higher up. Like that's why I was yeah. writing like, speaking yeah. points or whatever for I, him. I've got caught emailing people. I remember like a woman that had a man's name or like a nickname or something. And I was like, oh, you're a woman. Yeah, people do that to me sometimes when they meet me or when we yeah, talk on the phone. They're like, yeah, oh. You, yeah, wait, your name is Morgan. Why That's why Morgan I said this. That's why I was like, Morgan's going to be interested in this. Yeah, people oh, think. Oh, I didn't know why you said that. But I don't get any <laughs> professional opportunities taken away. But I'm also, I also don't have a PhD wait, like Francis. A really good one. Um, right, you keep talking. When we went, so you used to go to the dentist that I go to now, and you recommended him to me. And mm -hmm. when I first went, he was like, so who do we have to thank for you um, coming here and joining us? I was like, oh, my friend Morgan Obadowski used to come here. And he, and he goes, oh, 
well, tell him thank you for me. And it's like also he was like about to go into my mouth. So I was like, I was like, do I explain this right now or do I just like let this go? And I did. Wait, what are you talking about? I missed that. You're talking about dentists? Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate when dentists talk to you with all the shit in your mouth. Yeah. Like, I obviously can't talk. Why are you yeah. be, not chatting, like asking direct well, questions? I, he like, I mean, God, to I be, hate that. it's a fresh take. To be fair, yeah. To be fair to him, he thought the conversation was over, didn't realize that I was going <laughs> to correct him for like saying that Morgan is a man, but or assuming that uh, she is. So How I was weird. about to say, but then I was like, uh, I'd have to like stop him from like, I don't know. Checking for cavities. I'm sorry I wasn't listening. I was looking up this name. All right, here's the name that I personally emailed. J, J A Y, last Uh name Cohn, K O H N. I don't know why, but in my mind, that's like a solid man's name. Hmm. And it's like an IT person, not to actually, she's not IT, but still. uh, I don't know. I still feel like that's a stereotype, but hey, that's IT's like 90% male. J A Y. Yeah. As, As professional email name. I was like, is that a nickname? Because that's, I've never seen a woman named Jay until I, know until a I woman met her. I was like, oh shit, you're not I, a dude. I know a woman named Jay that I email, but she's J A I. Yeah. Oh, that I would be like, yeah, I that's wonder. Like, that's a cool I name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jay. Right? Okay. Hmm. Right? Well, for some reason, your voice is like 70 times louder than Linda's or mine. Yeah, it really is. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to back up. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I think we're ready to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. I all right. All right. Um, so, Tilda's, do it, Francis. Tilda's, do it, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> Shriek. In and out. Um, thanks for listening. Catch you in a couple weeks. Peace. Bye. Sleepy little girl, sleepy little girl, sleepy. You're not a creep at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those instances where I didn't even realize I was singing. You didn't realize you were singing, and you were singing Sleepy Little Girl. (laughs) Was that about my daughter? (laughs) Holy fuck. Oh, your poor husband. Oh, it's already hot up here. This has been a riveting production.